You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Yesterday, we talked about Sappho, one of the most influential poets in all of history. Today, we're going to be continuing our poetry series by talking to a real-life love poet and learning all of what it means to pour your soul out in verse. I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a love story to your ears every single day. I don't have any love poems for you, but I do have some good reviews of the podcast, which to me are like love poems. Oh, that's that is poetry to my ears. Yeah. It is the best poetry. And I love these reviews so much because, mm. I mean, anyone who says, hey, I like what you're doing. Listen, that makes my entire week. Yeah. And it makes it easier for other listeners to find us. So we very much appreciate it. It's true. The easiest way to support our podcast is to leave us some nice words. Yes. You can even write us a poem. Yeah. Please, a haiku. Yes. Whatever you wish. And if you want to start, there once was a man from Nantucket, that's okay too. We'll accept that. Oh, a little saucy. A little spicy. But here is a review from Smiley Moods. And Smiley Moods, please know, is my new favorite human. Alicia Rye has long been one of my favorite, not only romance writers, but people. Smiley Moods, we have things in common. (laughs) Watching her love story has been so joyful, and I love that she brings that energy to this podcast. I agree. 
I'd never heard of Sarah Wendell, but she is a delight and their rapport is so fun. All right. I'm a delight. It has been officially registered. I am so happy. Love the positivity this podcast puts into the world. Thank you, ladies. Keep spreading love. Thank you, Smiley Moods. I am delighted to be delighted. And Mermaid Zero Dreamer says, this is the perfect way to start my work day. Just a little dose of love and cheerfulness. Oh, that's so nice. I love I love that we're a part of people's day. That's really sweet. It is so lovely. I mean, I know Melinda, yeah. when she was a guest, she talked about how she listens to us before bed. Hello, Melinda. If you're listening, we hope you sleep very well tonight. Yeah. But also starting the day, that is just lovely. Thank you, Mermaid Dreamer. Yeah, that's really great. I'm so honored that people are making us part of their day. Things that bring you a little little jolt of joy. I think that that's incredibly important. Don't be ashamed of that. It's not a guilty pleasure. Okay. (laughs) No, there's no need to feel guilty about your pleasures. But, you know, instead of words of guilt and shame, let's have words of love and poetry today, shall we? I'm so excited for this guest. Me too. Shruti Chaudhary is a confessional poet, actor, and author based in Mumbai, India. She's here today to share with us some of her work and delve into the power of poetry. Please welcome Shruti. Hi, Shruti. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're very excited to have you. I I was just way too excited for this. I (laughs) have been waiting eagerly for this. And you are a confessional poet, an actor, and an author, correct? Yes. And you are based in Bombay? Yes. How long have you been writing poetry? Ever since I was a kid. I was a loner kid. Mm. I'm an only child. Mm. I I was shy. I was introverted. So I was always reading books. While I was reading, I always wanted to like create stories of my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always failed at writing stories because they would turn into poetry instead. Oh. So they would always rhyme. And I'm like, hey, that's not too bad. You know? <laughs> so I, I used to write for myself. Mm-hmm. I used to write in my journal. I used to um, have a blog on Blogspot. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blogspot. Back in the day. Blogspot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many memories. But... The official writing started around 2014, 2015. Okay. When I started putting it out on Instagram Mm -hmm. and uh, people liked it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's happening. Did you go into it consciously thinking, oh, this is a great medium for my poetry? Or was it just sort of a happy accident? So I also dabble in photography. Mm. (laughs) So uh, for for me, Instagram was just that. It was like a photo album, you know. I used to just click pictures and post. And then some of those pictures would inspire these captions, like these long poetic captions. And mm-hmm. again, I think I was still writing for myself. Mm-hmm. I was still just putting it out there because I didn't think it was palatable as as like a commercial thing yet. Mm-hmm. Also, like really low self esteem here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what is a what is the difference between like what is a confessional poem exactly? A confessional poem is more like when you are talking about emotions rather than like societal worldly topics. 
and mm. uh, it comes from personal experience basically that's the confessional part about it what is a poem that you find that you have written that resonates with a lot of people okay this is a poem that was received well so it's mm. it's one that i had written recently it's called uh, love language would you mind reading it or reading like a little bit of it yeah sure i'm i'm actually like i i have it right here in front oh, of great. me so good good okay when i was all of 9 i met a boy for the very first time it was his pure affection his borderline obsession his peculiar antics and the preference of my company over anyone else's during playtime that made me adore him in my limited vocabulary i told him i loved him in his tongue-tied demeanor he ran and years later when i found poetry i also found you we used to kiss in rhymes then make love in free verses i described being next to you as sublime your smile as incandescent but i guess it was a writer's curse to be left behind when you no longer graced my crumpled white sheets i tore you apart like a badly written first draft it's been years since i spoke our language the one we accidentally invented in our collision i have honed my skills in different ones instead french spanish hindi i'm some sort of a wordsmith in english now yet i remain most fluent in your ways the language of your body your mind your curls your smile your gaze i love you so much still in spiraling soliloquies in winding sentences and even longer paragraphs which then turn into never ending books written entirely in the language of your absence that's it oh that's really beautiful i love that yeah gorgeous especially because you're i mean i know you know this but you're right every relationship mm-hmm. has its own language mm-hmm. and when a when a relationship ends you you find yourself speaking a language that you don't talk mm-hmm. anymore and then you you have to unlearn that language somehow yes oh you're so right what was the inspiration behind this exact poem it was a prompt given by a page that i follow in what language do you love and then i just thought thought about like you know you have those relationships that somehow still linger on you know yeah the memories of them yeah do you know of any instances where poetry has helped people fall in love i mean i have friends who met at a spoken word event oh. and uh, yeah mm. so they both poets Aww. and uh, they they started dating because of poetry they started dating because i think they they saw the world in a similar way and yeah but unfortunately they're not together anymore oh, okay yeah. well, <laughs> so you know maybe they had know. a good time together and that's good too <laughs> they dated for a while though yeah they were together oh good it was okay beautiful yeah they gave us great content they i bet they gave us like <laughs> we'll be back after this short break 
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline why do you think that poetry is so important to preserve and to keep going? I feel like it's very important to preserve something that is so vulnerable mm-hmm. and uh, so pure because it it kind of condemns you to feel. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't escape like when you're reading a poem or like when you're listening to a poem, you you you're forced to actually just be real mm. and raw and I like that. I like when people can go to go into their own depths and just just be real. I feel like especially now, like when it comes to the modern realm of dating and everything, it's it's mm-hmm. just becoming so um impersonal and it's it's really quick. Like people are being treated like options and commodities and like yeah, I just feel like I don't fit in because mm-hmm. I come from a very old school way of thinking and also a poet, so romantic mm-hmm. by nature. So say you're, well, are you single? Do you mind me asking? Fortunately, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I don't know right now at this point. <laughs> Would you like to tell us who you're looking for? Maybe we're no matchmakers, but maybe there's someone listening. <laughs> oh my God. That would be amazing, actually. That would be quite, quite the love story. Yeah. yeah. I have been in therapy for a while now. Good. So I like to think that <laughs> I am, I'm really sorted up here. Good. So <laughs> I don't gravitate towards the 
bad boys, the toxic mm-hmm. ones. I see Damn. the red flags and I'm like, okay, Excellent. I see you, but that's not happening. Yeah. I like stability. Mm-hmm. I like um, a good sense of humor. That is a non-negotiable. Like, yeah. Very important. Somebody who is like, who wears their heart on their sleeve has some sort of a depth to them, like something, yeah. some substance, yeah, some ambition, and is good looking. Comes like later, but yeah, that's that's it. That's that's a very low bar, and I think that you know, <laughs> I think that's a wonderful set of criteria, and I'm I'm sure somebody can hop over that. It's it's so interesting to me because I do think our parents' generation, like I felt a lot of parental pressure to just find someone, like anyone, find the least annoying person and marry them. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true for Indian parents. Yeah. yeah, and and I do feel like their generation did that, and then a lot of them were miserable. <laughs> their marriages because they just because after a while that least annoying person becomes really annoying to you when you're with them all the time so I mean I'm I'm in my late 30s I'm just getting married this year and I'm so glad I waited I mean there is nothing wrong with waiting to find somebody who is not just the least annoying person but the best person for you and I'm just so proud of this generation for taking this back and saying, despite all the pressure to say, no, I'm going to wait to find somebody who's stable and who fits me and isn't just, you know, a person (laughs) at the right time in my life. Yes. To fill this role. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel like I always thought, oh, I'm, I'm too romantic and that's a problem. So I need somebody who's not as romantic, but really like, I mean, he's the most romantic person I've ever dated. And I am so grateful for it every day. So really like hold out for for somebody who is perfect for you. Don't don't oh. settle for someone who's not. That's my advice for the day. Yes. <laughs> I I believe in this too. Yes, you you will find someone who loves words as much as you do. Yeah. And who loves love as much as you do. Mm-hmm. I, I love that I'm finding so much comfort here. Oh my god. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, don't give up hope. You have so much time mm. and there are so many people who want to make a beautiful, happy language with you someday. Wow. I needed that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet if they're looking for you or your poetry? Instagram, uh, mainly mm-hmm. Shruti Chaudhary. That's my name. And you have a you have a book as well? I have two available on Amazon and everywhere else. I mean, this has been so nice and we really appreciate you coming on. Would you would you mind closing us out with a poem of your choice? This one's called Eyes and this is from The Burden of Affection. You said my eyes were remnants of a sunset, the beginning of a long night filled with deep conversations, that they were weather forecasts, premonitions of a dear future. A window nook where you could curl up to drink your tea. And if at all a storm came, you could bury yourself in me. My body, your blanket, yours in my custody. The next morning, I would smell of fresh land and petrichor. And you would go plucking flowers on your daily stroll. There was always so much to explore, you said. 
that you could never get tired of me. But I knew. I knew that someday my eyes would just become another pair of eyes and my body would just become some silhouette you don't recognize. I would become just another person devoid of any metaphors and you, you would become another soul I once loved then lost. Wow, that was gorgeous. Thank you. We hope you get to come back sometime. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I, please. I would, I would hope that I would have like a really nice love story to tell you guys, my own. Let's see if maybe we can get a connection going here. Please. I just need, we need to find her a nice person. A nice person. Yes, yes. a nice person. That's what I want. <laughs> yes. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> they have <laughs> someone for us. Someone if you think you're be. nice, yes. Yeah, please let us know. <laughs> we will find you something. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Shruti. Thank you so much for having me. I loved that conversation. That was so good. That was so great. She's so sweet. She's a real cutie, too. So I mean what I say if anyone's out there. Hello, <laughs> universe. Email us and we'll hook you up. <laughs> Can I share my favorite poem with you? It's not too long. I would love it. Okay. This is called Wild Geese by Mary Oliver, and it reflects what we were talking about in the intro. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You have only to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. I can keep going, but that's my favorite part of it. You have only to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. I love that. Isn't that wonderful? I think that that's fantastic. And I actually think that is a good love, love to, go. to go. Yeah, I think that's a great love to go. You have only to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Thank you, Mary Oliver. Yeah, and hold out for the person who loves what you love. Yes. I think that's another good love to go. Absolutely. We have had such a delight with this little poetry duet episode that we did. Mm -hmm. And we would love to hear about your favorite poems. Yes. So please send an email. Or we would love to know if you know somebody for Shruti who is our our resident poet now. Yes. The poet laureate of Love Struck Daily. Listen, someone nice, someone yep. stable, yep. someone who's well-versed in poetry, very romantic. We are going to be a little bit protective of this young woman and we are going to find her somebody wonderful. So please send us an email if you know somebody like that at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. And, you know, if you have any kind words and poems for us, please, please, please leave us a review. It's so appreciated. We'll probably read it online. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily for extra content, especially Instagram. We post photos and poems and all sorts of stuff there. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And we wish you a very happy, poetic ever after. Ever after.